Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. By my way of thinking, last night was a chance for GOP delegates to shine the mirrors and kick the tires of the newest member of the Republican ticket. Vice presidential candidate Paul Ryan was the keynote speaker at the convention in Tampa last night. And on stage, he seemed more GTO than GOP. You, the American people of this country, were cut out of the deal. What did taxpayers get out of the Obama stimulus? More debt. That money wasn't just spent and wasted. It was borrowed, spent, and wasted. <laughs> President Obama, Paul Ryan said, blew an opportunity to fix the U.S. economy. Obamacare, as much as anything else, explains why a presidency that, we, that began with such anticipation now comes to such a disappointing close. It began with a financial crisis. It ends with a job crisis. It began with a housing crisis they alone didn't cause. It ends with a housing crisis they didn't correct. But by my count, there were two principal missions for Paul Ryan last night. Number one, declaring himself a friend and advocate of Medicare. A Romney-Ryan administration will protect and strengthen Medicare for my mom's generation, for my generation, and for my kids and yours. But Ryan's other mission was reminding everyone he's a long, long way from signing up for Medicare or any other program for seniors. We're a full generation apart, Governor Romney and I. And in some ways, we're different. There are the songs on his iPod, which I've heard on the campaign bus. And I've heard it on many hotel elevators. He actually, he actually urged me to play some of these songs at campaign rallies. I said, look, I hope it's not a deal-breaker, Mitt. <laughs> but my playlist, it starts with ACDC and it ends with Zeppelin. <laughs> and it probably doesn't end with Led Zeppelin. We'll check in now with Republican political strategist Ron Christie. Also on the line, takeaway Washington correspondent Todd Zwillick, both at the convention center in Tampa, Florida. Ron and Todd, Ron, let me begin with you. Uh, Mission accomplished for Paul Ryan? I think so. Uh, There were two important things that he needed to do last night. The first thing he needed to do is to get in front of the American people and let them get to know him a little bit better. He's been demonized in the past. There was an ad where they had him, you know, throwing a grandmother over the cliff as it related to Medicare. And he needed to introduce himself to the American people. And number two, as you said in the intro, I think he needed to emphasize the fact that through his mother, through the fact that he's a young guy, he's concerned about reforming Medicare, but also using his mother, he wanted to say, I want to make sure that those who are 55 and older still have access to Medicare and nothing's going to happen to them. So introducing himself to the American people and also saying, I'm not a demon on Medicare were the two important things for me that he needed to do last night, and I think he did it well. Todd Zwillick, in the Tampa bubble, of course, uh, you know, applause and enthusiasm all around, I suspect. Uh, But what about the message outside of uh, Tampa to the wider sort of electorate and GOP voters? 
Well, that's what this is all about. You're right. Inside the arena, the party is faithful. How does it play on television? How does it play to mm -hmm. people out there? Especially, how does it play to independents? Remember, Paul Ryan was not the obvious choice for independents. He's a real conservative. The Ryan budget on Medicare is not popular with independents, so he had a big job last night. That was the real attempt when you heard Paul Ryan on the issue of Medicare say, no, 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 we're here to save it. We're not here to kill it. We're not here to make vouchers. We're actually here to help. That's what he he was trying to do. You also saw Paul Ryan, I think, John, it, you know, in his role as the, as the attack dog. A, a wonk, but a wonk with a flair for the theatrical. He's got body language and a sense of humor, really trying to let that bleed through the camera to the television audience using flourishes, turns a phrase like calling the president, uh, not directly a central planner, which is almost like calling him a communist if you want. Yeah, that's a code word. Yeah, kids shouldn't move back into the, have to move back into their parents' house because they can't find a job. And he said, sit on their bed staring up at faded Obama posters, which was a turn of phrase that really made an impact inside the arena. What kind of impact did that make in, in, in television land? We'll see. Well, uh, Ron and Todd, uh, whether the administration is concerned about Paul Ryan or simply just, uh, you know, honing its own attack blades for the convention that the Democrats will hold next week, uh, the, there were immediate responses to a Paul Ryan's speech by the Obama campaign claiming it was full of lies, uh, uh, half-truths, lying about the deficit and the debt, uh, a, a dishonest attack. Uh, against Barack Obama for the closing of a GM plant in Janesville, Wisconsin. Uh, what are the sort of fact check issues here? Does the administration have it right? Well, I, I, I don't want to speak for the administration directly. I will say that during some of these moments in the speech, John, I was standing amongst other reporters on the floor, and those of us who cover the Hill kind of looked askance at one another at one, one or two of the things that Paul Ryan said. On that GM plant in Wisconsin, his hometown that you mentioned in Janesville, uh, it's true that a GM plant did close. He blamed President Obama's failed economic policies for that plant closing. In fact, it closed in 2008, before Barack Obama was president. Uh, Paul Ryan attacked President Obama also on the issue of debt and deficit, as you'd expect, because the debt has gone up quite a bit under President Obama's presidency. But he said that the president never took Simpson-Bowles seriously, the bipartisan commission that recommended uh, uh, long-term solutions to, de to debt and deficit way before the super committee ever failed. He blamed the president for never taking it seriously, left out the fact that Paul Ryan was on that commission and voted against it, voted against ever having it come up, come up for a vote. The last thing I'll tell you, John, is that Paul Ryan ha did and will again attack President Obama for cuts to Medicare that took place under the Affordable Care Act. He left out that it's to a part of Medicare called Medicare Advantage, which is a private insurance plan, not the Medicare that most beneficiaries have. He left out the fact that the cuts, $718 billion worth, don't come out of beneficiaries but come out of hospitals and medical device companies and other providers. And most importantly, he left out that the exact same cuts that President Obama enacted under the Affordable Care Act are also envisioned in the Ryan budget. The exact same cuts. He spends it differently, but he wants to cut the exact same stuff. Didn't mention that. Takeaway Washington correspondent Todd Zwillick. Ron Christie, is this about the, the numbers Todd's talking about or a broader, more adult conversation about difficult choices? Well, I think it's the broader conversation about adults having a serious conversation about the issues that befall the country and really the fiscal cliff that we're headed towards, not just in the future, but starting January 1. And I think now from here through the end of the election, John, we're going to have an adult conversation about entitlements and about budgetary issues and the direction of the country, a stark and clear contrast between two camps.
Well, we'll see if that framing uh, holds through the uh, Democratic convention. We'll revisit all of this uh, when uh, both conventions are done and the campaign begins in earnest. Todd Zwillick, Takeaway Washington correspondent, and Ron Christie, Republican political strategist and Takeaway contributor, both from Tampa, Florida.